2: If hey, what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous.
1: Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got
3: that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props? Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face!
4: Are they pushing the narrative on the news about the election being decided by undecided voters? Seems like that's always the...
3: Yeah. The 4% Don't you love that? Don't you love that? Like, oh, we've got to sway the undecided or, or, or even right. they're calling them, they're, they're the moderates. So I'm a moderate Republican, but I can definitely be spoken to and lean left. Sure. Like it's, it's pretty, at this point, it's pretty ridiculous. Like I think it's, more it's,
0: people say that they're that than actually
3: exist in that realm. I th- think that I people,
0: that most people, when they say I'm a left leaning moderate or I'm a
3: right leaning moderate they They lean that way all the time, oh, a hundred percent i couldn 't agree more it 's just like I think people who poll undecided damn well know what they're going to do. How yeah. many I want to see how and there's no way to there's no way to test the veracity or to quantify how <laughs> how how you know undecided <laughs> you are, I yeah. guess. But I Who mean, I'd this love this meet point to meet
4: a true. Who at this point could
3: <laughs> at literally at be point? fucking undecided? Wouldn't
4: it's you like to meet one? Ridiculous. We live Do in a time of yeah. Do those people exist? I, I would love to meet one. Yeah, I don't
3: know yeah, if they I exist. Would, I mean,
0: I just, we live in a time of such extremes that it, it's, it, you'd think that pushing everybody to both sides so hard that we would see virtually no. But you played that SNL fucking sketch from a while ago, but it's really funny where they're like, these undecided voters need to answer questions like, who's running? What are the names of the <laughs> candidates? Right. When is the election? Like, that's <laughs> how. Where Where am that's the I? Level. Yeah,
4: these undecided <laughs> say, voters. I bet 97% of this country knew who they were going to vote for in this election four fucking years ago.
3: Yeah, dude, before before anybody won the fucking primary, they knew exactly what they were going to do, dude. It could have been anybody on the left, they would have fucking went right. full bore, dude. Mm-hmm. Full bore. Very <laughs> true. Did you guys see the VP? Oh, the VP uh, where Kamala's, Kamala's, uh, Andrew, the fly? Schultz? Andrew Schultz said it was Kamala's mother <laughs> turned into a fly and sat on his head. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> reincarnated into a fly. But dude, that thing, that was, that was hilarious. I don't, I don't even know how to feel about that one because that didn't move me. If I, if I were undecided. I that definitely wouldn't have put me in one way or the other. Yeah, there's nothing that happened in that debate that's going to move the needle. I think. No. For anyone. Oh. Bobby, what were you saying when she would she she'd get her fucking Irish up and be like, "Um, excuse me, oh, I'm no, talking," would, yeah. and then I'm speaking crickets, and, and it was great. <laughs> I'm speaking. <laughs> Crickets, I'm done. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. But it was so weird to uh, see. Usually, I'm done. Mike Pence is usually the guy who you can count on to be the guy that has the solid points and actually engages properly in a debate. But he went very similar direction that Trump did with deflecting and not answering any yeah. questions. And
3: interrupting. So any- I think, if
0: anything, it swayed people against Pence in that thing, but I don't think it moved the, the needle that the
3: polling, much. The polling would suggest, and granted, we talk polling, but what is that? I mean, it's an indication, it's not a definitive. We found that but, out four years ago. Well, no, honestly, four years ago, uh, it, it, and that's I went back and looked at four years ago what actually happened we don't realize that her lead going into like the last week was only 2% hmm. and a lot there were a lot of math out there that said she was going to lose i think the media and us as as you know the public have had already decided she won so it was almost like nobody was paying attention to the polls the last two weeks. But if you saw them, they started dipping. As soon as the fucking. The you know, email
0: stuff came out. As soon as the emails and, dropped out, yeah. man,
3: the bottom fell out of that campaign. And they, they I mean. Yeah, they made, it
0: was the emails versus the grab them by the pussy, and grab them by the pussy seemed to not matter or, or, to
3: most people. <laughs> or shoot people in the street or any other fucking yeah. indication this yeah. man was a psychopath but, but
0: we are in a very different world now if I couldn't imagine how much this world had changed and for if someone told me in 2016 it's like this is God, what's going to happen during right? the next election there's going to be a pandemic there's going to be riots in the streets and by the way nobody's going to have confidence in this guy even some of his base which I would have never thought dude yeah
3: nine percent almost nine percent unemployment a pandemic we haven't even seen it yet. when winter comes it's going to be very enlightening when uh, I heard some guy I got to stop watching political stuff but as we get this close to the election like, i'm it's like tough not to. i am fixated unfortunately but because probably not healthy but i saw this uh, one gentleman who was an economist was they they can see and forecast potentially 50 percent of all restaurants being closed by the yeah. end of winter 50 i saw
0: 50 and 53 50. somewhere in there
3: think of dude so yeah. that take your 10 favorite restaurants you ain't eating at five yeah. of them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, And while dude. a lot of
0: those are chain, people are like, oh yeah, that'll all be mom and pops. I'm like, no, that's going to be a lot of chain restaurants who are going to like, if you look in the LA metro area, how many outback steakhouses are, are there? They're going to probably drop 50% of them because yeah. it, someone will drive two extra exits to go to the other one rather than staff a whole nother one that's doing poorly. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. I think I think those two a large corporations able to absorb a loss a lot better mm-hmm. and quicker. Yeah. So they're going to see the writing on the wall, shut it down and shift that re- uh, those those, that money that they would otherwise put out and give it to the people that are still doing yeah. well, they they actually are going to shut down faster. I think mom and pops are going to hold on by their fingernails because mm-hmm. that's all they have and their house is up for mortgage. And you know, yep. I mean, that's their entire lives. So I'm just, dude, I'm I'm scared. I told I told the owner of fucking you know that I work for, I'm scared to death. Yeah, like I'm just seeing it's like this oncoming train and. Oh, it's just scares the shit. Well, out. the company my wife works for, it's no, and I don't. We don't. It's not
0: like we're blowing the fucking lid off of anything. Steamworks no, of had course. to close it's again, public. yeah, because well, it didn't. I guess you didn't have to because another restaurant in town had multiple positive cases and decided to still Who? do business. Oh, what can you tell me off air? No, I could say it. It's in the paper. Grassburger oh, Grassburger had two confirmed cases, but they said they are oper- Yeah, but they said they're still going to operate. They've gone
3: through all of the things they need to go through. They should be fine. See, now they're, now they're towing the line. They're really towing the line because the health department can come in right and, and shut their yeah. shit. But I mean, Steamworks
0: like, is closing again for two weeks at the minimum, you right. know, and I don't, they, they said essentially until further notice. So who knows it's based on how, you right. know, how many positive yeah. tests they have again yeah. in two weeks.
3: I'm sorry to hear so, about. Well, congratulations, you and Katie on your negative. Hey! Yeah. So, yeah. So we have, so we got
0: negative tests and hopefully we'll have negative tests in two weeks again too. But yeah, it's, she's going to be, she's going to be at home again for two weeks she's not making money besides whatever she can get in unemployment. Get, I mean, she'll get um, what she's
3: doing unemployment. And but, then it's yeah. another,
0: how many we're, we're seeing
3: spikes all over the country, man. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. Bro. It's and with you know, thank God. I mean, I hate to politicize the point and I know the, the Dems were doing not, you know, they weren't too quick to pull the trigger on another stimulus because they didn't want to give him the credit yeah. of providing another stimulus. But boy, that idiot shot himself in the foot by saying we are no longer. Just negotiating. ended, negotiations. We ended no, So big, Basically telling you all that money you hoped you were going to get, fuck you, because this is politics, and he, I think that might have been the the final nail in his coffin.
4: I, yeah, one has to wonder.
3: Yeah, yeah he, that's what know.
0: he's been doing. He does that to the Democrats all the time to try to make. But he, I don't think he realized that his standard fare for this kind of thing right now was the absolute worst time to be. This was the one time to back down and be like, look, I can work with the Dems. That would have probably helped dude, him a no, lot.
3: It would have, dude, if he would have provided the relief needed to millions of people. It would have absolutely. Swung the poll numbers and tightened up the entire race. Mm-hmm. He missed such an opportunity from just from a political point of view. I know he doesn't care about anybody, yeah. but purely political, dude. McConnell came out and was like, I don't agree with him on that. Yep. For the first time yeah. in four years, right. McConnell's not a fan. You know, it's crazy. I, I, I will say never this about Trump: he is word.
4: he is resolute and intellectually honest with himself.
3: What? <laughs> yeah, right? oh, boy, that was good. Dude, you should write him that. That's some but, Steve Bannon shit is right it, there. Is he, dude. Is it some Steve yeah, Bannon. That's Banish it no he's uh i mean he he
4: could easily go off brand right now and yeah. improve his numbers but he's very much staying on brand like I think how he's convinced how he's convinced you. people are coming well, out and, and, and this is
3: why i never thought it was like a tactical thing i truly believe he believes what he says like other people are like it's I, an act it's an act no dude i think he's Absolutely has drank his own Kool-Aid to the hundredth power, man. Like yeah. there's no nothing is telling me this is some sort of cute little nuanced battle plan. He just consistently shits the bed. And I don't consistently when
0: when he does lose here in three weeks, I don't think he realizes the downward spiral full, that his entire life is gonna take. Like after he's not president anymore, oh, you mean jail? he's
3: gonna fail. He could end up going to there's, jail. He could well, end up like nobody's gonna want to do business with him anymore. Well, he, he's doing favors now so that. can get favors later. That's what presidents do. I I, I I suppose that's true. I mean, let's be honest, is the way the world works. But yeah, man, I think Bobby, you would lean in where I am, they've got his ass in a fucking ringer. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. dude. From a from a criminal standpoint. Yeah.
4: He's he's gonna probably face some charges after all this is said and done. Um, you can't push off indictments after you're not president anymore. <laughs> nope. You
0: <Yeah>, can't do <laughs> <Totally>. it. <laughs> they can do continuations. It'll probably take five mm-hmm. years for anybody to actually show up in well, court. But the for difference is proceedings, once
3: Trump leaves, William Barr leaves too, and that's that right. then he's done. If William Barr's not there to protect him like he has been, yeah. his personal shill, then he's he's basically done. But yeah, God, it's so hard not to be political right now because if if it was a normal political cycle and we were non-COVID, we would yeah. have so much to talk about. We would, <laughs> but it's like we'd be doing is, things. And, uh, we'd and, be going places and stuff and things. <laughs> I'd be in fucking New Orleans in a few days, for God's sakes. No, but that's right. This is right around the time you're fifth, supposed I was to go. supposed to go the fifteenth, man. Your birthday's not too far away. Next next weekend. Oh, by the way, uh, I'll say this. I'll broadcast this. I'm having a party at my place. Yeah. So you two guys on next Sunday, we're doing bar- like buttermilk fried chicken and. Whoa. Collard greens and red bean and rice. Oh shit! Yeah, we're going. We're going full soul food. That sounds with amazing. So it's next Sunday, next so it's Sunday. Sunday, awesome. Anyway, anyway, Sean, welcome back to the we? whiskey reel. Yeah, bro. Sorry. Ah. Did we get everybody depressed and mopey yet? Yeah, is
0: everybody ready to jump <laughs> off a building and kill themselves? <laughs> uh, to my left is Durango's notorious Lothario, old Toe himself, Bobeth Van Noise of so, so the Tallahassee Van Noises. So pointed. <laughs> Man, this little
4: thario thing's got to die. <laughs> <laughs> to my left is uh, Sir Antonio Brandaris, my brother in arms, my fellow knight of oh, the square table. <laughs> it is very square. It's kind of rumbus. <laughs> it is. It, it, is a little, it is a little off.
0: We, the knights of the rumbus. The, the rhombus sounds like a really bad mm. Monty Python sketch
3: that never came to so, fruition. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. And to my left is the sweetest of reverends, uh, the captain of the SS Torensky. This is uh, one Mister Sean. Don't call me Flounder Moriarty. Oh. I kind of like Flounder, actually. Yeah, I, well, I know. I know. It's grown on you, isn't it? It, ha- it has to, so I don't cut myself like herps. Yeah.
4: Flounder <laughs> is that your Delta Tau Kai name? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, you've got kind of a. Flanders. Do I have a? Yeah, I just need one of, a, of those little dumb hats. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you're little. Like, yeah, you're somewhere in the because like, you're not a total Blutowski. <laughs> no, but I got a, I got but a hair. You got a He's touch got a got Blutowski. To, it's it's of Blutowski. We all have s- a touch song. of Blutowski. Yeah. Dude.
3: Mm-hmm. By the way, how did the fraternity guy steal the yarmulke from the Jews? Got, Did they just completely rip off the Jews on that I one? Think, I don't know. Yeah. They, they were strange. strange little Although
0: things. that's the way baseball players hats look like. They were these tiny
3: little. But the penis advisors, covers that had At yeah, least the advisors. But
0: the advisors they didn't use. They let them sit in the back of
3: their head pointing like 45 degrees. You mean the, the, the good old boy with the backwards hat with the sunglasses on the back that's putting his hand over his eyes to provide yes, shade? Yes. That guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that guy. So it's
4: speaking like, of Animal House, there's a scene in that movie where Belushi snags in the air an entire fifth of Jack Daniels and just takes it, takes takes the whole thing, which... Actually, got a lot of people really fucking sick because stupid yeah. kids thought they could do that. I shit. tried to do it. You're throwing up halfway down.
0: I oh, tried to do it in high school and I puked. Like
3: I puked a third in. I yeah. don't even. I can't even really enjoy Jack Daniel's at all in any capacity. Yeah. I'm. I that that charcoal shit they do that ultra sick char they do on their shit. I can't. Yeah. But Sean, what did you bring? Speaking of, uh, this isn't mine. This is Bobby's. Oh, this is Bobby's. Oh shit! Yep, I okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not Jack Daniel's. However,
4: it's not Jack Daniel's, but it is a sour mash whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, But this is a bourbon from Kentucky made by Evan Williams. Yes. And this was not this particular bottle, but Evan Williams' bourbon was supposed to be kind of the Jack Daniels assassin. The killer. Yeah. Uh, Didn't really happen that way, but Evan Williams has cemented themselves. They're on... You know, they're on a lot of back bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and in a lot of wells, subsequently. Yeah. Like, a and lot of people roll this in their yeah. well. And um, it makes sense because the pricing on Evan Williams is fucking amazing. Fuck yeah, mm-hmm. it is, So this, this is a bottled in bond, and I think we talked about that, that before, but that means a cent, the, the biggest thing in bottled in bond is it's always 100 proof. Always. Always 100 proof. All Plus, the all the grain and everything has to come from one mm-hmm. seasonal patch. Yeah or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one facility. Yep. That's it. And that's mm-hmm. how you get bonded from the government. Bonded mm-hmm. by the govs. Uh, e did. dude. But for our purposes, 100 proof. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, it's not super special. There's 100 bottled and bonds out there, but it does kind of level the playing field, especially when you're talking about like reviewing whiskey and talking about it and comparing yeah, sure. it to other ones. When you have a set parameters that you have to follow, it's interesting to compare them. Yeah, yeah for sure.
3: It gives everybody a level playing field distilling-wise. And yeah. and they t- – t- look, if you're a fan of J- Jack and Cokes or Whiskey Cokes or Jack and Gingers, if that's like your stees, you're that guy, never buy Jack Daniels again. Never. Buy Why? Evan Williams. Yeah, buy Evan what Williams. What are you doing? It's the same fucking it's price and it's same, a way better price. Dude, it's yeah. so much better. And it, it's got to be maybe even a little cheaper, I think. Just this buy a, a buck or two bottle. maybe? Okay. So I think a bottle of uh, a 100-proof Jack – If they had, do they, they've got to make their own bottled and Bono. I can only imagine. I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen it. Beam does. I know Beam Beam does for sure. But I would think that if it was Jack, they would, it would be more than 19 at a store.
4: But well, speaking of the taste,
3: I mean you guys have had a chance now to have a sip. Right? Yeah. Um the bottled and bond thing, it, it, like you were saying, Sean, like it's a great, it's a great common denominator for distilling. Um that being said, I usually rate bottled and bonds by how how finesse they handle the heat. Yep. This is not fucking it's for hot. the faint of heart. It's hot. However, it's not a how how can I say it? it's not an overwhelming heat. Yeah. There's a brightness to it and a crispness to it, um, but it's not overwhelming. Like I don't go after I take a sip. Um, it's there, it's got pop. It would make a fantastic mixed drink. Um, Mm -hmm. everything from a Manhattan down to just this and ginger or whatever, because it's going to blow through any sugar you want to jump on it. But it's, it's a, pretty Pointed angular high proofing, but it's not like a sharp point, it's like a dull point. It's yeah. not as painful, I think.
0: With higher proof stuff like this, do you find that there is more residual uh methanol, the stuff that kind of makes you feel worse hangovers and is responsible for? I don't think so. I way. think it's actually the opposite because I feel okay. So I feel like that's that's the problem I have with some whiskeys that are really hot. Is generally, right. I find out when I do my research on them, it's like no, these ones definitely have more congeners and more methanol because it's not as well. Distilled. Well,
3: and that's where you get you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna go buy a fucking bottle of black velvet, good luck, boss. Like Ugh. you know what I mean? Like there's, I'll, I've taken down some black velvet. There's in my a, day. There's a reason but why fucking a handle get. costs fourteen dollars. It's not because <laughs> fucking they're taking the time. No, to pull out No, that's whiskey flavored nail oh. polish remover. Is Jesus what that Christ. is. <laughs> but no, I mean, I I can't tell. I. It has a really, like I said, it's super bright. It's super linear. Um, mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of the Kentuckiness out of it. Um, it being hundred proof, like you don't get the the vanillins and the barreling as much. Mm-hmm. But um, it's bright. It's sippable. I'm sipping it on rocks, and it's not offensive. Now, granted, we drink whiskey all the time, so it's if you're if you're a neophyte to whiskey, probably will. Base will melt if you if you have this, <laughs> but that doesn't mean you know you wouldn't be able to mix it. Like that's why I said, like don't ever buy a Jack Daniels product again. Just buy, buy this. It. It's the same fucking thing. And what did this cost, Bobby? What is this? Like na- $19. Yeah, it was so like twenty bucks with
0: tax. Fantastic. For yeah. and for a bottled and bond. First, you know, especially if you're looking for efficiency. If you're like five of us need to get a, a pretty good buzz on. This <laughs> is a perfect thing to us, get it done.
3: Sean always has a really healthy uh, view of drinking. <laughs> like he looks at a bottle and goes, how many people can get fucked up? Not like, oh, I wonder if that's good to sip on. Are you going like, to
0: argue that that's the way that you were programmed to go into liquor stores when we first started drinking? to be like, all right, what
3: is going to be the best no, per capita? just pure quantity. Yeah, it was, I've got 20 clear. bucks. Can I get a handle and a pint mm-hmm. out of this 20 bucks? The worst, <laughs> the worst
0: thing we ever did was mix sugar free country we just poured a Ooh. bottle of everclear and the sugar free already sweetened country time lemonade <sighs> powder just mixed them together put <sighs> ice in it and put it in a cooler ready wow. to go that wow. sounds miserable yeah dude we got fucking twisted See, it was
3: <laughs> ever everclear i you use that to infuse shit I, you know, I never right. have, I've never yeah. been in a position to like serve that as a thing or buy it for any other reason than to be an extraction. It's
0: a tool. It is purely
3: yeah, a drug at that point. You are just fucked. drinking
4: it to yeah. get. Wasted as fuck, and yeah. that's what happened. I mean, if you're going to make cello or something. Uh, at yeah, house, we we made yeah. peach cello make. out of it. Yeah, Oh, which nice. was great. Then you're going to need Everclear. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Sweet. <laughs> that's the only. Re- or if you're flambeing,
0: yeah, Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, it, right, c- right. it can torch it. Up. Or if you're, yeah, if you're trying to make a weed tincture and you've got a bunch of trimmings and shit, you can put that in right. your Everclear and oh! let it sit for like a month. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> Smash. Or
3: you can turn it into oil too afterwards, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> you turn into hash oil. Have you ever done what's it called? Have you ever made iso hash? What's that? Out of isopropyl alcohol. No. You've never done that? Mm-mm. It's pretty interesting. It turns into like black tar heroin. Oh. It's pretty I, is it injectable at that point? Um, Can I inject I know, it in my veins? My buttholes never felt the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> but no, I like this pick, Bobby. It's, it's, especially when you get a little bit of water on it. When it's on ice oh, for yeah. a little bit, <laughs> and it dilutes a little you know, bit. It's, it's pleasant. It I obviously it doesn't
4: have like... The high levels of nuance that right. the uh, higher mm-hmm. end bourbons are going to have. Amen. This is really straightforward. It, you, you can taste like it's 30% this, 30% yeah, that you know, yeah, the, I mean, you, the, can you can, can taste sense. all of yeah, it. It doesn't have, it doesn't it, like reveal itself. Not at all. Dude. No, it's a one note Charlie. It's bit more bit. like a fucking Kool Aid man coming through the wall, baby. Oh yeah. Big yeah. When that whiskey
0: goes
3: through, it's oh, big reveal, crying game style, dude. That's a, that's a big reveal. It's a big reveal. She got a dick on her. I always imagine at 1:59 a.m. a, a giant woman bashing through the door at the tab, screaming, "Oh yeah!" Oh, like yeah? This, <laughs> <laughs> while you're just fucking swaying in the mirror. Oh, <sighs> oh yeah. You just go over her shoulder, Kitty. Please, yeah. Oh, out, real, real, dude. And by the way, yeah, that's not getting cut out because <laughs> we all know what this. Bobby, you've had some, you have some great stories. Oh yeah, about that young lady, I do. Does Carol have anything on this just to wrap up? Uh, does she have any business sure. spot? I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm curious if she found any deep cuts on Edub? Somebody call her. Uh, Hey, Carol.
4: Yeah, sweetie.
3: Um, Hi, love. Uh, Can you, do you have anything on uh, Evan Williams' Bottled and Bond that we do not know about? Maybe a deep cut?
0: Sure. Hold on one second. Looking here now. There's not a whole lot, but it does say Evan Williams, bottled in bond, is aged under government supervision and meeting the exact requirements for a bottled in bond bourbon. It has all the kick you expect, but still goes down smooth. 100 proof, color is bright gold. They they have some tasting notes,
3: but I believe you guys did a better job. Well, you know? Thanks, thanks sure Care Bear.
4: We're pretty good at this. Yeah,
3: we've done this once or twice. Love you, girl. Put a couple of glasses of whiskey. <sighs> it whiskey it, for it a, a taste of doing my day. For sure. had a few Chardonnays. What of, <laughs> what of it? <laughs> what of it? So it's it's hard to get. I know it's a it's a weird tack, but we were talking yesterday. Again, oh, Sean was uh Sean was doing this via remote, via yeah. Zoom because As of yesterday I had tested quarant- negative and he has quarantine. So we you guys almost didn't even get a show today. So suck it. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was, we were doing this all via Skype and we were talking about all the the wackiness in the world. And, uh, th- at what time of human history would it be where there's a plot to overthrow the government of a state mm-hmm. and it's like, n- it's like number three on yeah. the news cycle. <laughs> like that's where we are right yeah. now. And if you're not and, aware,
0: there was a plot by a right wing militia group to, uh, actually kidnap the governor of Michigan um should we go to Carol again Carol Carol can you give us a little bit of uh something from maybe Reuters about the governor of Michigan getting kidnapped something that we can uh kind of set the tone here of course boys um this Reuters article headline is militia members and others charged in plot to kidnap Michigan governor Thirteen men, seven of them associated with an anti-government militia group called the Wolverine Watchmen, have been arrested on charges of conspiring to kidnap the Michigan governor, attack the legislature, and threaten
3: law enforcement, prosecutor said on Thursday. Jesus, holy shit! Um, so I was I was under the assumption it was two different militias, but really, does that matter? So well, for, there's apparently there's multiple militia groups
0: that, have, that are that well, whose
3: chatter is being monitored right. for
0: very similar things. Well, it's not just happening in
3: Michigan; it's happening in other states in the Midwest too. Well, Michigan and Wisconsin and Indiana seem to be the hotbed of mm-hmm. militia for Idaho, I mean, uh, uh, Idaho, Idaho as well. There you go, Washington State. Um, but uh He's dude, well, when they say thirteen men, seven of them associated, the other six have to be from somewhere else, right? I mean, yeah,
0: and I mean, the FBI was really vague. They're like, this is part of an investigation, so they're a much have- wider investigation that has been monitoring these militia groups, and they have seen a rise in in chatter as or so they must be looking at their social media they must be looking at text messages and stuff they're seeing a rise in talking about overthrowing and this is all leading up to the um between now and when the inauguration is pretty much they're looking at a flashpoint happening with the election sure. that you might see a spike in this if Trump loses which he will and we probably will see a spike. But
3: yeah, I I I'm I'm more concerned about between November 3rd and the actual call of the election because mm-hmm. it's not going to be on the 3rd. One
4: thing that I've seen come out of this which is so fucking on brand for President Trump is his response to <laughs> this whole plot was to talk shit about her mm-hmm. about the governor, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. she's like still the victim in this. See, she right. deserves he it. He decided to just, She fucking deserves. He didn't say that, but <laughs> he pretty much laid out all the reasons why she deserves it.
3: He alluded to the fact that she's a horrible governor. Yeah. And also that he never brought up once, he never said the word militia or supremacist. Of course not. All he did was did the, the base sort of fucking tagline of uh, criminals should be prosecuted. Dah, mm-hmm. dah, dah, you know, which is what you have to say. I just don't, you have to have such balls to basically be nurturing
0: these people and their ideals to say that we do need to go against these democratic governors and then try to blame her for poorly running her state and she has not a law and order fucking governor and that's what allowed for this shit to happen it makes like how would any sane person not see right through that. It doesn't make any sense. You just answered your own question. Yeah. Same. It, they yeah. are anything.
3: Well, I mean, I think it's all bubbles down to like I don't. I think we're asking the wrong question sometimes. Of how can people not see this?
0: Yeah, that's it seems or, like it's it, worthless it, to they, do they, that, they, dude.
3: When you're, I mean, and it come. Unfortunately, and I hate to make it like a, a a complete a complete blanket to throw over all of this, but dude, it's starting to become pretty fucking obvious that this is a ra- this is a racial thing. I can't. It's the simple fact that these guys do not like other skin colors. And it's hard for me to get away from that. I don't think it's political. I don't think it's second amendment. I don't think it's any of, uh, you know, uh, inhibiting freedoms or, you know, impending doom when it comes to people's personal rights. This is all just, this is, I don't like Brown and black people. I think bubbling, I can't wrap my head around anything else.
4: Obviously there's an element of that with all these groups. Um, but it's also more like, I really love how fucking white I am.
3: You think it's just gratification, you know I mean? self-gratification? Yeah, this, this
4: sense of fucking entitlement. And they start to see things happen like, oh, like New Mexico is now minority-led. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, now, you know what I mean? And you start to freak out because your sense of entitlement gets threatened. Yeah. By the other. Mm-hmm. Right. So whether the other is a different religion or a different race or a different gender or what mm-hmm. have you, whatever's pushing you, you know what I mean? Sure. You're going to hate that. Fucking and that's thing. when you get sure.
0: movements like the like, oh, there's a white genocide just to talk about the boys, which is something that the, the stormfront said. But it's you, then you, that's how you get the people that are all still clearly have a leg up over every other person of color. Yeah. But you convince them that be, and it's easy to convince somebody who's living in a trailer park with their age. Eighteen kids and living off the government dime and actually is affected by how terrible things are run and the system is broken, but they're somehow supporting the guy who is leading that system because that guy's telling them they're trying to take away yep. your culture. And so they start to believe that, you know, Oh, well, they're trying to destroy my Irish culture when it turns out they're a mutt of a bunch of things and are probably a little black or native American. If we're going to be honest sure, and don't realize it, it that it. there's nothing happening
4: to your culture, really. You'll it'll, it's going to be fine. <laughs> it, it goes back to the gay marriage. Concept, yeah. right? Like, oh, somehow this is affecting my marriage. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? When, like, just because, I mean, if your neighbors are fucking throwing tortillas in the air and shooting them with guns and fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> First of all, I want to live in your neighborhood. Number <laughs> <never laughs> That are, sounds like a blast. Are they
3: small corn tortillas? Because those fuckers are dead. That's, hit, a, hard to hit, That's a hard to they hit. That's a hard to hit, little street tacos, dude.
4: dude but, but, you know, he's like, a Ariba. And like they start shooting. <laughs> 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 That doesn't change anything that's going on no, in your house. No, no, it doesn't.
0: It doesn't. You know what I mean? Well, I, I think it's honestly, it's, they're so uncomfortable. They can't, it's, they'll never say it. They'll come up with all the other reasons why gay marriage shouldn't happen. But for the most part, none of them want to have a conversation with their kids about why the couple next door is two guys instead of two girls. And they don't want to have to explain it because they can't do that without vilifying them and making it awkward. So they almost don't want to have to vilify mm-hmm. them. But at the same time, they have to, because they're hard church going people. Bible's very clear about that,
4: and it goes back right back to the Supreme Court. It goes argue. right back to the Supreme see that as you're talking about equal protection is something that even the most conservative justice probably can't fucking ignore. No, mm-hmm. Although those no. and Thomas, they I think those three detractors. They tried, the I remember? Right? Yeah, they tried, or was it five four? I don't know, but.
0: Which I never understood. It was like five, I'm like four, you have to
3: really flipped on the Yeah, I think.
4: and when you're a judge, I mean,
0: what what they don't have a reelection to worry about. What what is the why? Why would somebody vote against something that is so such a basic human it, right? I, I, I think,
3: think. It, it it comes down to fear. There's got to be a meat. There's got to be the meat and potatoes of the argument, which is they are so scared of what they don't understand and know. It, it, the same way these white guys in Michigan are scared of black men because they impose a Risk and a threat to them—that's yeah, completely—it doesn't regard- make sense. It, They'd tell you it'd be a hundred different things, even though none of it would be true. Mm-hmm. Whether that was taught by their parents or their their community or whatever, but it's just—it's—it comes down simply to fear. Mm-hmm. They're just scared. They're, they're scared. scared of gay people. That's mm-hmm. why they don't like that's why they don't want them to get married. Like it's it's the most ridiculous thing in the world for rational. Luckily, my daughter, who's turning eleven in a f- couple days, um, she's not gonna deal with any of that. Like hopefully, they're, 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 no, no, I what I'm seeing is it within herself. Yeah, like there's that old thing of what you just said with like I've got to explain what the neighbors are doing. Yeah. She literally doesn't care. Yeah, like kids nowadays literally don't care. Mm -hmm. They don't care about color. They don't care about religion. They don't care about sex, uh, sexuality or gender. It depends. Don't
0: fucking, it depends on if you're one of these,
3: I mean, I I have, have I'm just saying in in a normal, regular public school system, I think the kids that are coming up now have been exposed to everything. They don't need to be, treated with kids gloves. They're a lot smarter and in tune with we, we still get up, you know, get all fucking our Irish up about these topics. Meanwhile, they're going, what are you so fucking angry about? Kids are way smarter than <laughs> like, um, like they're, they're they at ever at have going, been. Well, yeah, my friends get my, my best friends, a, gay black guy. What's your problem? Or they're like, Like, they can find everything
0: on the internet. And no matter like you, okay, let's say you have parental controls on the iPad she uses at home. Right. right? When she's at her friend's house and they grab her dad's iPad. Of course. Like I can't imagine, but I I can imagine that if I was a kid right now, I would have seen the most crazy porn by the time I was like 10. Boo. Absolutely. I would have at least seen a clip. And for some people, for some kids, it's scary and jarring to see that for the first time. If you haven't been explained what it actually is, it's just very, it's almost like a horror movie. Think about it. (laughs) Like if you were never, like, if you, especially if you're a really religious family where they are just like they don't even haven't even mentioned the act or what it is or you still believe babies are delivered by fucking storks like that's got to be horrifying. So sure. the way that we raise kids for hundreds of years in this country of keeping them in the dark about everything What's and let them all find out by themselves. Is responsible for a lot of trauma and a lot of people fucking up a lot in their teens and their twenties. It goes back to
3: the puritanical this thing that that we seem to be based on. You know, we our came country here, was founded we, by puritanical we, psychopaths. We, <laughs> came, we came here to escape. Church, you know, church and, and state. People don't and realize now all that. they're trying to do be- is to re merge that. People they're think that they're trying the, so yeah, hard. The, some crazy Christian folks that I've talked to believe that, like, we
0: came to avoid religious persecution. I'm like, it mm-hmm. wasn't really persecution. It was more like a, they're, they were so crazy that they were ostracized. Exactly. So they came here. It would be like yeah. if the Amish were in the middle of New York City and were like, we need to go to Pennsylvania because this is just too much. But then they're hailed as these heroes that started a new country. I'm like, no, they're nut bars. <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah, you forgot who got here right yeah, and that's compared to other normal people in the fucking like 15 and 1600s
4: so they're crazy yeah. compared to other I mean, crazy fucks compared to the church of england what they were running from i mean <laughs> jesus they were they were like sending the fucking amish across the the Pretty ocean much. basically uh, yeah. you know what i mean it was a yeah. bunch of quakers and yeah i mm-hmm. mean because they were very very yes the know.
0: village have you ever seen the movie the village for people that need a reference point
4: it was like that without it being in the future yeah, I never, that's, where, that's where we came from or yeah. watch the witch you know, look oh, at the, yeah. some of the, yeah. the, that the yeah.
3: societies that were that were built on this really, really agro fucking Christianity. Mm-hmm. I think it's like I, a giant glacier slowly melting. That's been America. Mm-hmm. We are this huge glacier, and it's starting to melt down to the tiniest of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, that wasn't a that wasn't a, a, a climate change reference, yeah. even though that's happening too. But um, but yeah, I think gradually we're just all kind of reducing into a mean. Yeah, um, and, and with that mean, we're also
0: the if you look at all the crazy shit that's happening, all the polarizing talking points, what it really all comes down to, if you break our entire fucking system of government and our political views down, you have two different groups. The right wants to hold on to the past and look back as hard as possible, and the, the left wants to look forward. You've got the right that wants to stick to a constitution, a document that was written 200 years ago, and maybe needs to be changed because fucking the world has changed. And then you have the left that wants to move forward, and this is a new world. Let's move forward. Those are the
3: two sides we have in this country right now. So let me ask you, Bobby, you were really, you were really, um, involved in the democratic process years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You were like a full blown, like fucking go getter liberal. (laughs) Um, let me ask you a question. And this is something that's always interesting. I don't think anybody would sit here and argue that a two-party system is no longer working. What do you think the feasibility and what would a third party look like? Like, do you run it as the green party? Is that your complete base of, or the libertarian, which libertarians are basically what we used to call like, fucking the, the fucking teabaggers. I mean, they just changed their name a little bit. Um, there's libertarian, libertarian ideas that I, I understand and enjoy, Mm -hmm. but, um, it just seems like it's a complete dissolution of government. Um, what do you, what do you think a third party would, would look like?
4: I think it, first of all, the libertarians are always going to be a, a smaller party, the green party that, because they have a very singular platform, right? And they have a very—there's an intellectual consistency they try to keep through those platforms, which sometimes in the real world doesn't make fucking sense, right? Yeah. Which is why I think a lot of people have a tendency to run to the Democrats, right? Because they just kind of are—they're just a bunch of fucking dilettantes that are an inch deep on every issue. Exactly. You know what I mean? But you can kind of feel comfortable they know a little bit about some of this shit. You know, so they're a comforting thing. The Republicans, you know, are—I mean— They're pretty simple. You know what I mean? yeah, just fucking law and order, strong military, deregulate, cut taxes. Small government, cut taxes. And And that's that's where
0: the libertarians go, though, is they're they're even harder in the less. They want even smaller government than Republicans do. But they also all vote Republican, just like all the independents in quotes. And libertarians almost always vote Republican. There's there's
4: a weird phenomenon that happens with an X amount, like 20-ish percent. Really? That come around the other. They, They go so far right that you become liberal. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because like the Gary Johnson is, was always viewed by the Republicans as like this crazy fucking liberal, even though he was actually very like fiscally conservative, Very, very much so. but he came all the way around on the drug thing. It was, that was his huge issue. I mean, he was ahead of that by decades. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? He's, he was calling what's happening now 25 years ago. You know, he was in Rolling Stone magazine. I remember reading it when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Right. And, um, I, I just don't think they're ever going to let a true third party system happen. I just a don't think A third party.
0: Well, the, I mean, if we talk about going ha- back to when we first started this country, there were, like, there was the Whig Party. There were four or five parties that could all have a chance of actually yes. having a president or yes. having a congressperson. That's kind of my
3: point. And it's
0: gone know? now to where we're so, but we're so polarized at the same time when we say a new party system. Uh, most of us are probably still going to vote for that big candidate because, because we are inundated with all this messaging that makes us feel like every election is the last one that's ever going to happen and right. this is the world is
4: ending if we don't get oh, it's this. it's become so binary about fucking everything. everything. Politics. politics. Everything. Life. It's mm-hmm. Pepsi or Coke. It's fucking. Amen. You no, know, it's, it's down
0: to the, po- and I was kind of raised that way. When I think about that, when I think about like I went after Raiders fans last week, I'm like, I have it basically ingrained in my body that when I see someone wearing yeah. a Raiders hat, they're basically not human to me. Yeah, Like it's been ingrained since <laughs> I was so young, and, that's and we all say it right in the back of my head. Like, I mean, look at this look at that, shit. Look at when that shit I first head. when I first learned to talk, my dad would use me as a prop for a joke, and he would bring me around at parties, and he'd go, "Hey, Sean, what are the Raiders?" And I would say, "Poops for brains," and that was one of the first <laughs> phrases I learned. So when you're talking, when you look at something like about racism or anti-gay stuff, if you're getting kids to that point, it is extremely hard to tear that out of your fucking soul. Well, talk about. I still theory. hate Raiders fans, I'm not planning on thinking they're
3: people anytime. <laughs> (laughs) Talk about binary, gay or straight. Yeah, right. Talk about how definitive
4: those things are, and, and why isn't it fascinating now that non-binary has basically become its own identification? It's an,
3: think about that. We've gone know? so far in the other direction That's
4: that a lot of people
0: identify as just fluid now. They're like, no, it's whatever, whatever comes my f- way, whatever I feel like
3: right now, which mm-hmm. is which selfish. is very
0: it's selfish, but it is kind of <laughs> healthy. And I it's, it's it's think he
3: seasons on Friday, <laughs> um, so it's a healthy so, way to think. Eventually,
0: they're gonna. Eventually, we all hope that that person finds like the one person they want to be with for. Forever, and they'll end, land, they'll end up landing in, in a label because of well, that. Let's but just, really, I think it's a healthy way to go about life, to keep yourself open to... Uh, uh, and It's the Chasing Amy argument when fucking Joey Lauren Adams says I thought it was weird to immediately half my options by saying I'm only going to be with one gender. Yeah, yeah. It didn't make any sense mathematically. I get it. I mean, I'm not... I that don't... being said, I find dicks repulsive. Love the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mercilessly pound it. I mercilessly pound
4: Vice. <laughs> Why does he end every sentence with no homo? I know <laughs> I,
3: he just cuts it out. Oh, so no what, you, what you guys, what you guys don't understand? Fuck you guys. He he says not queer or no homo every single time he uh, says anything in his <laughs> life. But he cuts it out. You guys don't get to hear that. You guys can um, go fuck yourselves. Um, yeah. For- This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. This is an actual emergency broadcast.
0: This is Hack Hackerson, National Public News. The streets of America run red with the blood of the undecided. Undecided voters. And nobody can answer the crucial question, why? For more on this disturbing countrywide phenomenon, we go to Taylor Tyler
4: Billingsley in downtown Durango. Thanks, Hack! Is your name really Hack, bro? I'm here in the alley behind the Strader Theater, and there are tons of undecided voters down here. And they are tying themselves to the train tracks while simultaneously trying to slit their own wrists. Hack, I'm not gonna lie, bro. It's not working out for them. Their arms are literally tied to the tracks. Rick J! Truly haunting, Taylor. Now, on the other side of the country, we have
0: Cousin Bobby in Tallahassee. Cousin Bobby, what the actual fuck is going on here?
2: Thanks, Hack. This is Cousin Bobby reporting live from the Tallahassee Publix, where local rapist and football legend Jameis Winston once stole a bunch of crab legs. Anyway, I gotta tell you, Hack, things down here are turning dark. Not literally, because it's bright as fuck outside. It's Florida. <laughs> Let me put on my Oakleys. Oh, okay, now I see him. There are about seven undecided voters on the roof. Oh, no. Oh, no, Hack. Oh. A man looks to be in his 40s. He's wearing a Gary Johnson t-shirt. He's inching closer to that edge. Don't do it, sir. Don't. Okay, good. He's backing away. Oh, nope. He's moving forward. Nope. Backing away. Oh, God, he jumped. Wait. Wait a second. Hack. Hack, you're never going to believe this. That man jumped off the edge pulled out a gun midway down, shot himself right in the head before it he hit the ground. That is confusing. Okay. All right. Let's 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 take a look at some of these other votes. Oh, okay. Looks like we have a black voter on the roof. That's interesting. Sir, tell us who you're leaning towards. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He just turned. I saw his profile. He's got a unicorn horn. Yep, that undecided black voter is a unicorn and does not exist. Moving on. All right. Hack, we have a gentleman on the edge of the roof sitting in a recliner with his back facing the edge. This is very strange. Hack, this undecided voter is sitting on the recliner eating corn chips and watching what looks to be the Big Bang Theory, but I am confused because he is laughing hysterically. All right, oh, oh, he's still laughing. Oh, no, he just fell backwards in his recliner all the way down to the ground to his demise. My goodness, Hack. Well, Hack, this is Cousin Bobby reporting live from Tallahassee. About to go order myself a pimento and cheese on white bread in this very Tallahassee Publix.
0: This shit is fucking bananas, Cousin Bobby. I think I speak for everyone in the newsroom and everyone out there in America when I say, Who the fuck is still undecided in this country? Jesus fucking Christ!
4: What is your most embarrassing vote before we move on to voicemails? <laughs> Let's see. Vote most embarrassing. Okay. My most embarrassing
0: vote. It's easy. It's easy. I voted for Arnold Schwarzenegger as governor of California simply because of movies. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. The first time.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. <laughs> I was I was 20 years old, I think, and I was
3: just like, fuck it. Yeah, fuck. No, that Clay Davis is fucking shit up. Yeah. Well, i want commando in office. He was fucking shit up at the time. California does not have a good record of governors, we've got Jerry oh, they Brown. Jerry Brown do dude. Yeah, dude, but man, they always bring Jerry back for some shit though. Yeah. Well, whatever yeah. dude. We don't have a I long... like Jerry Brown. Though. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He was just kind of, he, you know what? Jerry Brown as a young man now would play. He would be the AOC. He would be like that. But back then, they used to call him like Space Jerry and fucking like they thought he was from a different fucking planet. Mm -hmm. I
4: I voted for Nader in 1999, and uh, I'll chalk that one up as my most embarrassing vote.
0: Uh. See, that one, I wasn't, I was 17 still. So I didn't, my first presidential
4: election I got to vote in was the Kerry versus Bush, Bush second term. The funny thing is, I couldn't tell you Nader's politics. Now, then, fucking—I really don't know what his fucking. You're just like were. these two, anything but these two idiots. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> you have
3: no idea what he stands nope. for. I just had Clinton fatigue or whatever, <laughs>
4: right. and I was like, "Fuck Al Gore." I hated his wife. I hated Tipper. Well, Tipper is every, a
3: fucking nightmare. Any nightmare. any Ugh. artist hates Tipper Gore. Well, yeah. Well, a, a period. End of story. She you know who I like?
4: To... Ozzy Osbourne. Thank you. By I... the transitive property, I fucking hate <laughs> Tipper. Know, know who I like? NWA. Yeah. So, you know, there you go. I like those,
0: both those things and also violent video games. And you anal. Know? And anal. Mostly anal. Did Tipper want that to be illegal? <laughs> dude. So, he just stops <laughs> whining about it. Yeah, dude.
4: Totally.
3: <laughs> just eat his scrum. Just once, Tipper. Wow. Wow.
4: You know, Outkast's daughter like a, was a writer for Futurama. Really, that's, that's interesting. That's how, interesting. how they got him on there so much. Yeah. Ah, that's okay, fantastic. That that's so, great. so she Aaron. went
3: completely left, literally oh, What's your um, most embarrassing vote? Um, I don't know, dude. I think there was one point where I voted for Crystal Pepsi, and <laughs> it, it, it was really not. I, now it seems a, was crazy. It against, was it a taste test against something yeah, else? Yeah, it was Coke Classic versus Crystal Pepsi. Oh and my I went, God. I, 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 that's and, worse than I both of ours hey, combined. Listen, I, I, yeah, I know. And I'm sorry. And I'll never live it down. That's fine. Yeah, that's pretty rough. I've, there's never been an actual, like, real political vote that I've ever regretted, per se. Mm. Um, I don't think I went nuts. I never did a Nader call. I never went Governator. <laughs> I never did any of that. I just, I'm, You know, I come from militant lefties. Um, so, you know, and yeah. when I say lefty... N- Joe Biden and Kamala Harris could not be less leftist. Left, Leftists want, you know, universal health care. They want, you know, potentially uh, universal basic income they want they want the entire police force blown up and started over again there's a lot of things that a real lefty wants and that's not them they're not co- they're not corporatist um they have you know they, they don't abide by any sort of the that construct so i don't know i, I went as left as i could i guess so and, that, the, and, the, and the, i have, have the, voted party line d- without knowing any better and that's probably not smart either right it shows you how strong fucking the governor's campaign was
0: well, no, but that I was pretty much a strong lefty raised in a strong lefty house, but somehow just like forgot that he was a Republican candidate and was just like, no, I want he said they will all bet. So I'm going to vote for him because, yeah, like he was terrible. He was terrible as a governor he in that
3: all state. over the
4: place on that one. <laughs> they were all bad.
3: He's so high right now. He was so cooked. Sean, was pretty, pretty, Sean pretty if people want to give us content for free, how could they do it? Because I've, I've gotten a lot of people asking to give us content. Now,
0: you see here, if you want to call 970-426-5344, you can leave us voicemail. Or you can shoot us a text message to nine seven zero four two six five three four four as well. So you can suggest a song, movie. We're still looking to fill that. We haven't got any feedback back about the other two horror movies that I should be watching. Um, whatever your favorite horror movie is, make sure you send that to us. You can also hit us up via email at whiskeyreal at gmail.com or on Facebook and Instagram
3: at whiskeyreal. Motherfucker. For as much as we disparage Rob Zombie, and I know Bobby could not possibly hate a director more. Um, the, when I first saw House of a Thousand Corpses, I don't think I got it. Really? really? I was re watching it today and I'm like, why do I like this so yeah. much more right now? And like, I don't despise that movie. No, I'm not. See, i not. I'm I, just, I, I, we, we, I know you're Halloween. I had some <laughs> I had some strong <laughs> feelings. He did run a lot of bridges.
0: <laughs> I, while I still defend his first Halloween, that second one was a fucking unconscionable a fucking fire. weird dumpster yeah. fire. Yeah. But I liked what he did. It was a totally different off different mm-hmm. thing. It's almost like an Elseworlds thing in the comic books. Like I like it because it's a one-off almost. But House of a Thousand Corpses, I truly disliked when I first saw it because I liked where the story was going. And then once it went supernatural and they're like, Dr. Satan is real mm-hmm. and all that shit is kind of when I thought I can't be and stupid. Now I appreciate a lot more, but I still think Devil's Rejects is such a better movie. Like it went—that's one of the few sequels that's, that's way better the best than the movie's, movies ever made. Let's just—I
4: don't really even know why we're talking about it now when we're going to do a horror movie segment in ten minutes. No, we I are. know. I just—I was just—I wanted to throw that out there because I was no, shocked there's...
3: at myself when I first saw it, being such a horror fan. I was just like, ew.
4: Because actually, and we'll <laughs> talk about this during that segment, Sean. But you brought up via text message um, a horror movie that I haven't seen in a really long time, so yeah. I rewatched it. House of Thousand Corpses. Rob Zombie's seen that movie a bunch. Yeah, we'll talk about about
0: that movie. I know (laughs) what you're about
3: to say. But uh,
0: (laughs) let's get to our voicemail. So we have a voicemail from a gentleman uh, that wanted to leave a message for Bobby, and it's a little concerning because I believe that the time has run out on this.
1: This is Peter Blagavaglovich. This message is for Mr. Bobby. No, yes. Bobby. I outside front door with your mail-order request bride, Anastasia Petrova. All three requests made. Your number one request, big nose. Her nose is very big. Her face look like Oklahoma City skyline. (laughs) Number two request. She has made PP on American President. <laughs> Number three request. <laughs> Can't
3: even
1: she very pretty. Russian nine, American four. <laughs> Perfect. She does have big Perfect. penis. <laughs> and has done a little bit of porn. Porn name was Ebignozor Sploosh. Please return call ASAP mister no yes. Or I will Blood Twitter comments with mega. <laughs> All mega stuff. So, Bobby, I didn't know that you
0: were, has are you becoming so disillusioned with the talent pool that you're buying wives? Yeah, do
3: we
4: not have local ladyboys that fit your bill anymore? Or? <laughs> um, no one's going to beat Ebenoes or Splooge. <laughs> yeah, first of all, Ebenoes or Splooge.
0: Her face looked like Oklahoma skinny skyline. So,
4: I can tell you guys, she is a Durango 7'5". Oh, for oh, sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, Absolutely. All that sliding scale of hotness mm-hmm. that we deal with in life. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a slippery one. She it's could a, be mayor. Yeah.
4: That's
0: how much is. Uh, like many girl in Durango, never wear
4: makeup, never. But have very nice bicep. <laughs> Her cock has a bicep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that's got to stop. By the yeah. way, <laughs> <Black hair. laughs> the, the dick thing.
3: Why? You were the one who did. You, you did this to it. You ordered it. There's clearly a button that says penis. Check, <laughs> and you checked it. You check the penis box. What are you gonna do? Uh, what are you gonna do? Live with your fucking live with what? First you've of done. all,
4: I clearly didn't check the box. <laughs> oh. I Disappointment.
0: And <laughs> she showed up. She had no dick, so I killed her. <laughs> Jesus! Wow.
4: Just then so I had to replay one. that Elmo tape.
0: But so I'll it, give, I'll, I, I talked to customer service. They're
3: going to let me ship the body back. I so, get my refund. So, Sean, uh, last week you brought up that you were doing thirty-one days of horror. Thirty-one days. on TBS. Yeah, right. So, what do you? Uh, what? What? What have you dug into lately? So, that I you've watched
0: liked? ten. I forgot to bring the actual list. You know, let me look at bring up the list here. But I actually I watched thirteen movies in the first ten days so far. So I banked three. I, I have an extra credit <laughs> column now. I have an extra credit column in case Perfect. a day comes out where I can't actually Perfect. watch one of the movies. I I could do that and so for, i know for sure the extra credit movies were texas chainsaw 2 because it's just i love how ridiculous it's it is so stupid it's so stupid and dennis hopper is so dennis hopper's performance makes absolutely no sense because he's just so quiet in the beginning then he like he looks really distraught at one point and they never really talk about why like he's been held up in his hotel room and then he's like super quiet again when he goes to buy the chainsaws and then it's just non-stop madness just dennis mayhem. hopper like He's had all the cocaine for the last 30 minutes. And obviously, that's
4: what I was alluding to with the House of a Thousand Corpses thing. Yeah. I mean, Rob Zombie, I mean, his he's used so many, like, Toby Hooper fucking oh, aesthetics God. and, oh my and God. ideas yeah. and
3: tropes. And True. But, dude, even the shots and the way he cuts and edits, yes. it's very but Hooper. It, yeah. Yeah, so the movies I have watched, I watched Bram Stoker's
0: Dracula, which I hadn't seen for a while. And honestly... Like, we talk about how terrible Keanu Reeves' performance is in it, but it's, like, it's bad. Yeah. But it's not, like, so hauntingly bad that it ruins the entire movie, like some I'm people say. so English. So, you two chasing me through some blue inferno. Uh, yeah, I did want to punch him right in his face. But uh, we watched that. And then we watched Dracula Dead and Loving It, which, why I have to say, is the worst fucking Mel Brooks movie. It is criminally unfunny Isn't the entire Leslie movie. Leslie Nielsen in that? Leslie Nielsen okay. plays Dracula. That's right. Uh, Peter McNeil. Nickel played like Renfield, who's Yikes. really the star of the movie, and he's yeah. not very good in it. Uh, Stephen <clears throat> Weber's not very good in it. Like the, and the funniest person in it is probably Harvey Corman and um, and Mel Brooks. But the funny moments are very rare. That movie is a complete misfire. I think they were just trying to make money, going like, we did a Frankenstein, let's do a Dracula, right. um, and that's horror adjacent. Another horror adjacent movie I watched was Matinee. I feel like matinee is a '90s fucking gem that nobody has seen. Right. Matinee has a lot. It's 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 a great snapshot of the Cuban Missile Crisis, and and, yeah. and what better families and kids to to view that through than the kids in Key West, Amen. right there, for right it. there. Um, the the commentary about the time versus the exploitation of those kinds of movies is pretty poignant. The performances are great. Fucking John Goodman's epic in that movie. He's like a cartoon character, but also very relatable and wholesome. It's it's crazy. Uh, other than that, I watch Eyes Without a Face, which is a great dope. classic horror movie from 1960. Dope, French yeah. movie. Dope, dope, dope. Ouija, Origin of Evil. That little girl gave an amazing Psycho. performance. When yeah. she describes to that dude of like, do you know what it feels like to be strangled to death? And just explains what you go through being strangled oh, to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was one of the most Haunting performances I'd seen by a child in a horror movie. I've
3: got some good uh, South American stuff for you, by the way. Uh, Outside of this list, that is very child oriented and couldn't be more disturbing. Um,
0: (laughs) Extra credit I watched Phantasm. Hey, it's all
3: right. <laughs> I still, as a kid watching Phantasm, it was scary because it was a horror movie. So it was generally scary. And I, you, It's a kid I, that's it,
0: the star. So you're seeing me, it through.
3: Yeah, but it took me decades to understand what the fuck was going on. Oh, nobody knows. They, was the director fucked. didn't even know what's going on. It was so movie. crazy. And they tried to explain it like it's a dimensional thing later yeah. on in different Phantasms. That's what I hear. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. fucking weird. Dude, I had no clue what was going on in Phantasm. All I know is that silver ball flying yep. around took the piss that out of That was dope. That yeah, was super You took sure. the piss out of um, Phantasm 2, I think, is fucking great. Yeah. It's better. It's it's
4: better. What, but three? James LaGrosse takes over the Tommy. I keep thinking saying it's Tommy, but I'm not sure if it's fucking Tommy. It's not. Tommy. I forget. It's not Tommy.
0: Carol. What's the name of that uh, Charlie Bucket looking fucking kid? You know, that ugly. Remember when uh, in the 70s they had just these ugly, weird looking British cartoon characters actually act in movies? What's that kid's name? Pretty long description, Sean, but I'll uh, see if IMDB yields any results. Character's name
3: is Mike. Well, hard to forget. That's right. Mike, yeah, hard to forget. it's easy to
4: remember. Every <laughs> every kid in an 80s and late 70s movie's name was Mike. Mike. I Mike. Well, and so the kid in that movie in the first Phantasm, which is a weird fucking. It's a weird movie, bro.
3: It's so so really weird.
4: weird. Um ethereal and strange. That's what I like, mean. Like nightmarish. It's it, I think that's the is. tone that Don it Coscarelli.
1: Is, <laughs>
0: the, it is. It's very <laughs> artsy in some parts. And what I was trying to explain to Bobby when you weren't hadn't gotten here yet, yeah. I was like, usually, and I've been saying this a lot lately, but usually the the first movie in a series is burdened with actually setting the scene and giving you enough exposition to explain what the fuck is going on. And the first Phantasm movie does everything it can to not explain a goddamn thing to didn't, you, Didn't you know, have any idea. which what was I going guess on. adds a layer of horror, the unknown. What's the thing that most it, people are scared of? The unknown? It adds a layer, but I felt gypped by the end of it because I was like, I really kind of want to know what the fuck the tall man is. At least give me a little bit of yeah. where it's coming from so there are, I can get a little more scared. And there are four more films. I know. And, Con- and, and I want to see.
4: It. does all of them, which is really unique and very yeah. unique, especially in um, horror. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very unique. And some of them better than others, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> um, but there's a couple of them that are really entertaining. They're all entertaining because Reggie Bannister, first of all, becomes the ash yeah, of the phantasm world. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Michael Baldwin comes back to play Mike mm-hmm. in the third film, and I think he keeps <sighs> playing Mike. Okay. Until He's he, such he an awkward-looking
0: kid. I was like, what is it about the 70s and the kids that yeah. just
4: look so weird, but they were the star of movies? Yeah. But in Phantasm too, it was weirdly James LaGrosse. I don't really? know if you guys remember that guy. I don't remember. Who is James LaGrosse? From every James independent James? movie in the 1990s. Oh. <laughs> if Steve Buscemi was in it, James LaGrosse was his Legros. co-star.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: he was, oh, man. Uh,
4: yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah.
0: So, Phantasm was pretty cool, but like I I wouldn't mind seeing that get remade. And I'm interested. The thing that I did find interesting was that it's another 1979 movie. We think about how slashers and other kind of horror things started in the late 70s. Like, Halloween was the first real slasher, if we're talking about the modern slasher film, in 1979. Fucking Exorcist came out in 1979. Like, there was Mm -hmm. seminal... 1979 was a seminal horror year. We talked about that. And there's so much shit that's been ripped off of Phantasm. I did notice that. While I thought it wasn't that great of a movie overall, I saw that it definitely inspired a whole generation of horror directors and his peers yes, because so I saw similar
4: shit from much later movies. Very well loved and very well respected. He's never done anything amazing. I mean, he created that Phantasm World. He did Bubba Hotep. I Speaking love, which, Hotep, which, which, I mean, love Bubba Hotep. I love Bubba And Jesus. people that aren't even um, horror fans love that movie because yeah, of, of how strange it's it is. this? so weird. Uh, John Dies at the End. I don't know if you guys have love seen Love that, that movie. Based it's great. on the David Wong novel, which yeah. the David Wong novel is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's so much better than the movie and yet I love the movie. The yeah. movie's fantastic. Cause I'm like, this is the only movie you could have made out of this fucking nightmare. Right. Book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but the book is hysterically like you will laugh. Nice. Like in the middle of the, you, the room by yourself. Right. You'll be laughing reading right. that book. That's it's hard hysterical. to do.
0: I don't laugh out loud while reading books, even if something's really funny, less right. likely than if I'm seeing it in a movie or hear it or something. If something makes me laugh when I'm reading it, it has to be really fucking funny.
3: Yeah. I, I do this. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, I've I, I'll read and I'll go whoa <laughs> <laughs> By myself. Oh, excuse yeah. me ma'am do you know when the Mongols ruled China <laughs>
4: um, if we're going to talk a little phantasm while we wrap this up we have to set, we have to shout out Angus Scrimm oh, he, he is haunting I as fuck he did scare the shit <laughs> I mean he's just awkward to look well, at and it. you
3: gotta remember Sean you might have not like it was like underwhelming to people who saw it after the fact but I saw it when I was like 11 yeah. and it was just the weirdest oh yeah it was just these weird juxtapositions and you did it just, it made you feel weird. Did everybody go? Was it a consensus of, we don't know what the fuck is going on in this I movie, know, but it's compelling. But I remember every single one of my friends and all all my, you know, all my peers, Fantas was considered okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. nobody said that movie sucked. But yes. it became
4: like a VHS hit. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. It,
3: well, and I, like I told Bobby
0: before, the, they put out this horror DVD in like 2000 or 2002, somewhere in there. It was really popular. It was at like every Tower Records. It was at Walmart. It was at, and it was basically just a hodgepodge of the best horror movie kills. And I had seen two or three Phantasm kills in there, so I felt like I would seen it. So I'd seen the best parts, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And oh, the yes. production design of the of the mausoleum in that oh. that it's just so fucking horror. Yeah. At first, it kind of looks bad. It almost looks like a shitty set, but it's so Creepy. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it's the pattern of the marble on the walls. And, and they did some crazy shit that a lot of horror people didn't take notes from till way later. Like when they're looking at the weird white wall and they are inner dimension stuff. Stuff that was cleanly, oddly multidimensional like that and almost alien. Nobody had really done that except for maybe fucking Ridley Scott with Alien by yeah. that point. Another fucking horror movie that came out in 1979 and informed a whole generation. Yeah. Like 79 was fucking huge, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's that's we Bobby Although and I the Exorcist to- wasn't 79. I may have misspoke on that. I that might have been 76. Six or 76. Yeah. yeah. So but
3: but don't Bobby and I did this thing where we went down a rabbit hole looking at every year. Remember oh, when we God. did that? Yeah. yeah. We we were like, when did horror turn bad? And but we and found like,
4: one year that was like the great, fucking, I can't remember what I, we were talking about. I can't remember about. what, I mean, we went that's down mainstream like horror
1: turned
0: bad for in the 90s, I feel like. I feel like in 89, 90s, when we get the, that's right when the worst sequels of Jason, yes. fucking Freddie no. yeah. and Mike Myers, Michael Myers are all happening at the and same I, I, time. I, I and Scream was the one thing of all that generation that did well. And then you had terrible things like I know what you did last summer and things sure. trying to copy Scream. Well,
3: I, I honestly I almost want to blame production value to the how bad horror got. mean, um, it, it's almost like as soon as things got cleaner and mm-hmm. crisper and a little bit more advanced. The the story never advanced with the technology, mm. so you had all these weird kills that looked like shit. When ten years before that, they looked awesome. Yeah, it's almost it, it was really like the resolution got so good that you you couldn't fool anybody. It was, it was weird. Like, cause there was no reason for it to just all of a sudden take a shit, but it just no. did. I'll tell you, and I it am all less looked bad. I'm way less
0: horrified by Tom Savini effects. Now that I'm not watching them on VHS on my 32 inch TV. Saying. I used to, the, the, there's something that in our brains, I think that created the illusion that because we couldn't see it as well, it looked way more real. But when you watch that shit now, like I watched fucking Texas chainsaw Two in like 1080, And I was like, Savini's so good. He's the best of that
3: era. And oh, it still looks really fucking fake right now. <laughs> well, speaking of not looking fake, if I may segue, um, what doesn't look fake, what looks fantastic. And and I'll, I'll put this down now after we're done with the second season. Is there a single comic book television show that is better?
0: No. The Boys is the best
3: comic book based show. Are you ever. okay with saying that yeah. at this point because that second season go fuck yourself. You'd only be able to yeah, argue Jesus. the walking dead maybe Garth- because of yeah, how No no long no I know, I know I know. Garth, I'm In- I'm
4: Garth Ennis is the the writer. He was uh Ask Carol. Uh,
3: oh yeah. Is yeah, yeah still you should ask here? Carol. That bitch is still well, you know, here. No, just do we can't call her a bitch on dude, here. Ch- I, dude I think you know what I'm That was just behind closed doors. Hey, Carol, you still here, babe?
0: Oh, I don't leave till you boys leave, so I can sweep up all the sunflower seeds and use condoms. Oh,
4: we appreciate you so much. I don't think we tell you that enough. Yeah. Hey, um, I do have a quick question. I wanted to know who the creator of the boys comic book was. I feel like it was a gentleman
3: by the name of Garth Ennis.
0: 100% correct, Bobby. Written by Garth Ennis. What
3: else has he done? Could, Carol, Can you while you're on the line, can you...
0: I'll just read the beginning of his bit here on Wikipedia. Dennis began his comic writing career in 1989 with the series Troubled Souls. Looks like he wrote for Hitman, Preacher.
3: Oh, okay. Preacher was dope.
0: Sweet. Thank you, Carol. Thanks, Thank Carol. You, Preacher, Preacher was dope, and I Preacher liked the show. I felt like that kind of went off the rails, and
4: that's why they canceled it, because it, got, sure. a yeah. Yeah, it got a little crazy after season two. Yeah, it got a over its head. Um, uh, but he, did do, he did do a, a pretty <clears throat> epic five-year run. From like the mid aughts to, to to 2010 on the mm. Punisher. Oh, did cool. he? And Dumbies. he brought up like, so what was the Punisher with the Ray Stevenson? Punisher War Zone. War Zone. Yeah, that style of kill and pun- yeah, that's what that's is, is, they were trying to yeah. do—a Garth Ennis style. Well, then, 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 the,
3: then the boys would make sense. Wouldn't we, the boys <laughs> makes a ton of sense because that show is fucked up. It's <laughs> the exploding heads—the show this yeah. year, especially. I
0: thought, you did, I thought there was a point where I'm like, you can only explode so many heads before I get over
3: it, and it—I feel like Raised by Wolves and the Boys have proven me wrong. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> up yeah, in the ante, Jesus yes. Christ! That. And we're not gonna give any spoilers, but way to go um by tying everything in a nice beautiful ribbon. I think Rex said it best. You know, sometimes at the end of the season, all it is is a fucking dog whistle to the next season. Yeah. And I felt so satisfied at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Like they answered enough questions, even though there's so much story left. I just felt good. Like, thanks, guys. I felt the I same really way. I feel that.
0: like that you don't I feel like we've seen it happen with so many shows where they have those cliffhanger endings and then something happens especially with COVID and stuff, you can get canceled. Thank Look at what you. happened with Glow. So I think it's smart for television writers now to be like, I think that we, we should tease for the next season, but at the same time, we should also, if we get canceled, make it Put feel a, like there is an end yeah. on this. Put a bow on it.
3: Yeah, dude, it was awesome. I think they summed it up well. Much overlooked probably in that show. Number one, you talked about Savini being very transparent in his – shit. Yeah. Motherfucker. Those guys over at the boys uh-huh. um, that their effects team and mm-hmm. what they do over there is starting to become kind of like the bar. It's a very Um, healthy
0: mix of high quality digital and high quality practical and practical like just looking at what there is a very one of the new main characters is pretty banged up near the end of the the season finale. Oh my God. And that work they did on that person. I won't even say if it's a guy or Uh, a girl. The work they did on that character. I was like, holy shit. And when you mix those things properly, that's when you
3: get truly great special effects. It's you can't just do one or the other. Absolutely. And they do a great even them like uh, something as simple as a superhero Flying, mm-hmm. how they approach it—it's mm-hmm. um, not like the up, up and away, and it's—it's it's like that, no, that's how <laughs> George
0: you, Reeves just jumping <laughs> out of a window onto some pillows. <laughs>
3: that's how you would fly, though. Like, I, like it, yeah. they, they took it from a very practical standpoint, and it makes it. Uh, I, I I'm just in love with the writing. The one thing I was going to say too, outside of the effects, the fucking acting in it. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of maybe A Train, who not a fan, but like the deep. Is so fucking funny. Like the, the the guy who plays Homelander is tremendous. Like He's so there hard. are so many good moments of pure acting in this show mm-hmm. that I was. Mother's Milk is tremendous. Like Carl Urban, go fuck yourself. The, do me a favor, look this up. But uh, Starlight, Aaron Moriarty, is that Michael Moriarty's daughter?
0: Ah, uh, she's Seems... my cousin, and that's the only
3: reason I won't fuck. No, Aaron Moriarty. <laughs> no, the important, successful Moriarty. You know the one that was on Law and Order? The other one. <laughs> yeah, that isn't that her thing? dad? There's a they
0: oddly look like. Hey, Carol, is Aaron Moriarty, who is my cousin, who I won't fuck, is she related to Michael Moriarty, my father? Oh, or the actor? Sorry, that's
3: my dad's name. Isn't it? She doesn't seem to have any
0: relation to Michael Moriarty. Well,
3: either you know the Quaid kid is the Quaid kid. Oh yeah. So well, I he mean, looks like Dennis Quaid and, and Ryan. Ryan had a hybrid. Yeah, child. They, he
0: looks exactly. Um, one thing that really surprised me about Frenchy, this season: Frenchie is dope as shit. And the Asian chick, they that their whole little arc throughout this whole season. It's awesome. I didn't realize that that was going to be like one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Like I, everything else had way more stakes behind it. I think, right, and the right. main plot points but that part it was like I felt like it wasn't just it was a great break from some of the more intense parts to follow their slightly slower arc but just how complicated their relationship got and where they are now I'm like oh man can you have a spin-off show that's just like Joey and Chachi
3: (laughs) (laughs) but it's so he's so endearing there's so many endearing characters to it Mm -hmm. um, that are soups and not even black noir like I love those still don't know what the fuck's going on I have no idea hopefully they'll answer that but a great character deep very like who, who can say that a fucking total pervy rapist is mm-hmm. fucking lovable, right. yeah. but he is. Like, it, it, they did a great... And, I, they did, I, and I, the I social commentary for this season, Ooh.
0: they are just, bam, bam, they are putting it right in, on front street in your face, like white supremacy and oh Trump, this God. is what this means. I
3: don't think they knew they were doing I mean, it's much like, and I hate to go back to Lovecraft, because that's another show that's breaking all the rules and boundaries, but there's so much good television going on right now that is sentient. And it's, it's now. It's living and breathing. And it's really, they hit the nail on the head. And I don't want to say they got lucky, because nobody wants to be where we are now. But, dude, it almost seems like premonition fucking just shit Dude, I think on. we
4: heard about Lovecraft Country like 10 months ago or something. Dude. Like oh, yeah. Way before any of this and stuff. And this really... just
3: feels so relevant. Them and the boys. Are I'm we like, caught up on... Cartoon oh country, i am i Whoa. am not
4: so you're not through season uh, episode it eight yet. Is, i am not watching it yet. might
3: be some of the best television ever made and i said it after the first season that it could be possibly the best like and now that's not ever. the last there's two right no, there's there's, two there's, more? There's they're getting,
4: gonna do 10 the episode ten eight okay. literally scared me i mean yes it, it's the scariest Dude, thing i've ever seen on the chica wow. pobo
3: yeah
4: Jesus that's christ
3: fucking okay could there be a better costume for halloween than God Cause damn, I told, I told Rex, if you don't do anyway, just in the bedroom, <laughs> baby, just in the bedroom. Um, but there are like, honest to goodness, like people who understand this, but imagine making like the cream of wheat guys scary. Imagine making the Ante- cream of Ma- wheat guy is scary. No, imagine <laughs> making anchoima scary. Yeah. Okay. This is what's happening. Dude, the chicken Bobo
4: is it's whoever these two young ladies are. Dude. They're phenomenal.
3: So it's one
0: being that's too, like, contortionist. No, no, no.
3: I can't even explain. Don't even explain explain. But the choreography involved in what took place in the last episode, even, like... There was some social stuff with nobody really hears young black women when you, mm-hmm. when you, when you look mm-hmm. at it. Mm-hmm. Sean, just get caught up. It's some of the most important television that's come out a very long time. And before. episode
4: eight is a yeah. motherfucker. God damn, it's, it's good. It's so good.
3: It's so <laughs> fucking good. Um, any, anyway, but if you're not watching those that we've only been talking about them for six weeks, get off your yeah. fucking asses. Speaking, yeah, what else are doing? Stop it with the fucking, you know, all uh, the fucking. Speaking of amazing
0: and poignant
3: black content, yeah. Aaron, what song did you bring for us? Oh, I know, right? Great segue. Um, I forgot to say female. Female black content. Yes. And and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do I I wouldn't regularly do this, but like so we're gonna talk about Sirac. We talked about her a few weeks ago. She has a new album called The Sharecropper's Daughter. Take mm-hmm. on the coal miner's daughter. Love mm-hmm. it. Um beautiful, talented young lady. Um, she has a song called The Black Renaissance. She's very uh she's very what can I say? Socially conscious. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. She is not a thought. She's not throwing her ass around. She's not Megan Thee Stallion. She's not Cardi B. This is a super conscious, very smart young woman who just happens to be a goddamn dime. So she's an but, artist instead of a shill. Thank yeah. you. Um, she's not a money generating machine, which is what those tend to do. But um, did a song with one of my favorite MCs of all time, Black Thought. Um, I will say the first verse on it is "Black Thought," and I think that's the strongest verse in the song. So even though it's a song, song, um, I cannot get over this verse. This guy kicks right now. But uh, if you're if you're into like up uplifting, positive, conscious hip hop, a of De La, love Tribe Called Quest, KRS One, um, if you like that style of hip hop, Sirox right up your alley. Uh, and if you get tired of listening to how wet somebody's pussy is, you might. Just take five minutes. To go try to check this out. That shit's fine too. Everybody wants to shake well, their ass, but you know, you know how
0: the Eskimos—they have like 127 words for snow for pussy. Cardi B has 127 different nuanced ways to say her pussy's wet, and I think you should respect.
3: You it. know she's so, going through a divorce right now. I think you should take it down a notch. She's not doing great. But yeah, Siroc, she's that's my that's girl. That's, that's my new favorite. Rhyme Nothing Sayers. Shit. Rhyme, Rhyme Sayers. Sayers. Sayers.
2: <laughs> like was and could have been yours. Whether in Colorado or Colley Park, you bought a mile apart from the sharpness of my. Remarks. The Black Oligarch making weaponry out of art My supplier so messiah told me we gotta talk I walk through the dark Now do I roll deep or do I hold heat Now am I laid back or a control freak Rocking the crown gilded in gold leaf I'm from a place where the people dream but don't sleep
1: You're allowed to be into the
3: classics This fine art you just work to the masses
0: so we did listen to. We at least got to listen to it through the part where yeah, she, it, it, her hook comes in. There's something so unique about her voice, which is why I think that yeah, she. I love is, her voice. I I don't think when I go on look online around, I like look on iTunes and stuff. Her, this album's actually getting some pub when it comes to like positioning. And I, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything else from rhyme sayers I, get I th- this popular, like I, this visible right I now. I
3: think she's hitting at the right time. Um, to be a socially conscious rapper, to be a, a black female, that's super talented. You're probably and as
0: fuck in her voice, her delivery. I've never yeah. heard a voice like it before. She doesn't, she's not
3: really like copying anybody's style now, or no, as far as I can tell. The, I, I want to say, um, if you like, uh, Jean Grey. Would be probably the only other person that I would put in that category. Who is another one of the best female MCs that nobody's ever heard of, too? Who's been around forever? Um, I didn't even realize
0: that big-footed bitch, Famke Jansen, could rap.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, leave her toes alone. Uh, (laughs) She's lovely. She's a lovely woman, Uh, but with size eighty-four shoes, she her feet could be as as big as they want when you have a face like that. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Mm. Uh, but but no, I think she's hitting at the right time. Look what's going yeah, on in true. the world. I think to come out and be and be so strong and aggressive and um, so about yourself and so understanding of who you are and your place in the world. It's kind of what's happening right now. So I, I encourage all the you know all the all the MCs out there that have been dealing with the post Diddy, you know, dance for chains and fucking and Future <laughs> and Offset and all yeah. you fucking guys. Let's get back to what we did the best when we had our "quote unquote" golden years with the aforementioned daylon and BDP, and um, let's let's get back to that, man. Now's the time. Let's do it. Yep. Let's just nice. fucking do it. Black That's Thought, sweet. though, that first track right? is so sick, Ooh. dude. Everybody, go
0: download the fuck out of it. So yeah, it's, it's my, my turn. daughter. I brought. I wanted to do something completely different here. I, I love, love your we'll idea, see, Sean. We'll see if this is going to work. I, I might do this pretty often, but what I wanted to do was what was the number one song in the year 2000 on this date? I wanted to do, oh what was God. the number one song 20 years ago? Do I even want to know So You don't want to know. This song haunted me and followed me and everybody. How this song became the most popular song, I think for the year. It is might it have Macarena been the or something? No, that's like 96. Dude. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. No. If I start, let's just get into the song so we can Chub all we'll start butt. freaking out. <laughs> I almost played that song because that was a guilty pleasure, or like a song I loved when it came that out until I heard it. A million. I saw it live. I saw them perform that live is, Sean, at the Guinness Flaw Festival. Stop, stop talking right now. But okay, don't so fuck that. Tell people that, dude. <laughs> but <laughs> but no. let's go back. Let's flash don't back Zusa. to what? Let's flash go back to the, the top forty. What was the number one hit on oh October tenth of two thousand? Oh God! I said, All I wanna
3: dance
4: with my baby. Uh, (laughs) is this the one that was in the limo
0: with ollie g ollie g was in the music video ugh Donna is arguably not a fantastic songwriter, um, like, or, or or the songs are I don't even know if she wrote any of her own songs. Her, her music isn't anything special when it comes to like artsiness. But like this one was so
3: stripped down and it, it, it sounds like somebody made it on their Casio fucking keyboard. I don't it's not even that's not even really the problem. The the absolute vapid mean nothingness of that song Mm -hmm. is still carried on through this day. Rihanna has a top hit right now that could be the exact same song. Yeah. So that style of dance, that club shit is going to be that club shit. Yeah. There's better versions of it, I guess, but it's just dumb, mindless club shit. I guess there's a place for that, right? There's a place. We We were
4: starting the Bush years oh god you know what i mean yes so, ah, right. You're, you're right you're right yeah yeah that's true
3: holy shit we were still thinking everything was going to be okay yeah we were we, were, we <laughs> were a year ahead of fucking 9-11 dude let me ask you yeah. since 9 since oh it no feels no like we
0: were still at the tail end of clinton then because actually he didn't get that was october of two so this is just before that election this is just before the election. He didn't actually become president until January of 2001. Yeah, yeah you're 2001. right. Yeah,
3: you're yeah so we right. were still riding high off the fumes, brother. Uh, yeah. Remember Y2K? So that choke. song is responsible for, for hanging na- Chad For 9-11. For 9-11. <laughs> Are you saying Madonna is responsible for 9-11? If I was Osama Bin
0: Laden and I heard that song, I'd be like, America really needs Madonna, it. Madonna Bin Laden? But no, I, after this song, America really needs to get
4: it now. <laughs> I like this song, though. I like the beat. Uh, did you it's know it's kind of
3: funky? You know? All he Afghani sound Russian <laughs> Do you know this? I know, right? Yes. <laughs> That's all we got, people. Shut up. Um, Sean, I actually love that idea that you just did that because it just reminds me how much we haven't changed, right? We're making the same fucking music, but, but uh, thank God that important people are still making important music. I mm-hmm. think back in the 2000, you had, uh, artificial intelligence, like uh, De La Soul. Mm-hmm. You had, um, I think that's like electric relaxation that time. Man, that was probably a few years earlier, but there's always going to be the counterpart to that kind of music. There's always going to be socially conscious. Not that that's the only good music. I like to shake my ass too. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but. I'm just saying there's got to be that counterbalance. So for all the fucking, you know, for all the bullshit out there, for all the trippy reds and for all that out there, there's going to be Ciroc.
4: That was a rough period, man. Yeah. I mean, we we had just, I don't know, like there was not a lot musically going on, like esp- at, at least in popular music. Absolutely. Was popular yeah.
0: music though. was, we saw like, obviously was getting more popular. it was post grunge. Yeah. It was this it was weird the,
4: transitional.
0: It was all the, it was like fucking, it was yellow card and blink One Eighty Two was It those? That's when 2000 is when that was, we were seeing the, that. The was height. The, that was great. Is this emo? That is ended the roughly 2005, 2006 is when all those bands kind of disappeared in Facebook of the darker more emo ones like the but used but, these, but we're talking like dashboard confessional yellow card yeah that's what um, i was gonna say
3: trapped so we had we had it was the the rock trapped. music we had so was what, two the,
4: years away from like yeah. the strokes hit it big um, lit yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
3: yeah but um we will never defame on this show taproot um taproot. shall taproot. we we all love you taproot who's Taproot? Um, queens
4: of the stone age were about to drop they yeah, were getting big yeah. right yeah because yeah, 2004 Kwaza.
0: was when they really got Quats, oh, Yeah, it was quatsa. a really weird time in rock where it was like, if you weren't that weird, like if you weren't like disturbed or stained kind of rock, or you weren't like a whiny skateboardy. That was pre disturbed. Like, the whiny skateboardy pre- new punk rock.
3: If you weren't in there, you really weren't relevant. It was like the beginning of emo where it was that, f- it was pop punk. Yeah, pop punk. Um, it was like the end of pop punk, beginning of emo was then, Aww. right?
0: I miss sure. our own hometown pop punk band 3 Minutes Fast. They were
3: actually pretty fucking good. They were on the Warp tour for a while. Gross. Okay. <laughs> so, moving on, we're going to clutch our pearls. I know, dude. But I couldn't I'm not gonna now going to, to a I'm song not gonna listen to him reminisce about four high school students. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, Bobby, do you have any
4: pearlsies? Um, I have a really quick pearl. Good. Super super quick. Good. And all I'm going to say is don't boo vote. There you go. Hey, Mm-hmm. And what if you, you want to just loop
3: Obama and they're saying it, that's even cooler. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, dude, it's been uh, uh, so tumultuous. Um, do the, do as much as you can for the people that you care about right now. Specifically. I think uh, I, yeah, i it's my daughter's birthday. I'm actually leaving this broadcast or this podcast. We don't broadcast cause that's a different thing. Aaron, um, this <laughs> podcast to go to my He's daughter's to himself again. birthday party. Um, I've put about 18 hours of work into this bitch. I've hung streamers, I hung banners, I've cleaned Rex has been fucking grinding, um, all to make just a four little person birthday party go off and I couldn't be happier. And I think it's, um, if you can pour yourself into those little things and those little moments, even though we can't go out and do anything, um, I want to hyper focus on something like that. It makes you feel, it makes you feel human. Um, despite all this shit. Kind of Mm -hmm. makes you feel like you're alive and real because otherwise I don't, I have to put pins in my penis to feel (laughs) real (laughs) like the rabbi did low many
0: years ago. So I'm going to expand on what Bobby said. Uh, I had a run in with a handful of people after the last election that truly believe that their vote doesn't matter. Voting is it's all rigged, which the last election proved that it wasn't because nobody on either side of the of the power structure wanted this motherfucker to actually be president. they were all surprised. Um, if you think your vote doesn't matter, I strongly suggest you go and, and do some reading and, and see that there's plenty of the of evidence to the contrary. Yeah. Yep. The more people that vote, the better off we all are. Yeah, absolutely. think about it. The more people that vote, the more people who are heard. So
3: if you think that your vote doesn't matter, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> vote. And, and there's a there's an amendment or not an amendment, but there's a bill on the um, most ballots in most states now. I highly recommend you look at this seriously. That going forward, if it ever becomes an issue about popular votes ruling all, I highly recommend looking at that because yeah. that would be a very interesting. We we'd be in a very Different America Mm -hmm. had popular votes counted more than electoral for the last 30 years. I'm just want you to just stew on that one a little bit, Mm -hmm. but not again.
0: Mm -hmm. Speaking of voting, uh, voting is in for the best of Durango awards. And do you know who won most likely to suck? Prime is.